Hi everyone, this is Elise, and today we will talk about a different kind of episode in our podcast in Orange Leaf Consulting. What is this special? It's F2O. F2O means future to happiness. Now, we all know that in our day-to-day life, we spend so much time competing, rushing, and there are many times in our life that we can actually stop pause and breathe. So join me as I will share with you a few tips how I manage myself in breathing and taking a moment to embrace the presence. Now, let's talk about the importance of living in the presence. I choose this venue over here in China as I'm here for a business trip. And if you look into the beautiful view behind me, I choose this view at this moment, at the sunset, so that we can all enjoy this moment for a second. Now, Let me share a personal experience with you, what I did. It's very dear and special to me that I have not shared with most people out there or even my friends, how I actually overcome my personal experience battling cancer. During the time of six treatments that I had to go through in the whole entire course, it was really hard and in one of my darkest moments. It is really hard to battle as a person who is always on the go. I'm a hyperactive person. I'm always on the go. I live to go network. And I couldn't accept the fact that I have to stop and pause and not doing anything. And it was really hard. But what cancer have taught me was to live in that moment. What I did to overcome my day-to-day before the treatment There are a few things that I do. Number one, I journal a lot. Every time I feel something, I convert, I convert the expression and feelings to the book. It's part of my life now that my book is my best friend. My journal is my best friend. Number two, what I did was I always close my eyes and I tell myself, it's okay one step at a time, one day at a time. It really helped me to cope by just reminding myself that it's okay not to be okay. So that's my personal experience that I applied to myself during my hardest time in my life. Now let's talk to another one that um, we talk about mindfulness technique, how we cultivate mindfulness and embrace the presence in our daily life. Being as a businesswoman and, you know, I'm always on the go, I run the operation and I have two companies. How do I manage and cope? I'm a a daughter. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a mom to a dog. Um, I'm also a mom to my kids in my office. It's really hard, I'll be honest with you. 
it's not easy to manage because these are all humans. And how do I cope by reminding myself I am a human too? What I did whenever I feel really, really overwhelmed and I feel like, you know, I couldn't cope anymore sometimes. I will find activities that I love to do. I mean, depends on yourself. I do have mine. I love to go for massage. I love to take my tea time break at a very nice place. And I like to go for spa and sometimes I travel too. But when things are not allowed because not everybody gets to travel all the time or it's not maybe within your schedule, what I do at that point of time, I will choose to, you know, find a place that I'm okay about and then I force myself to have a 30 minutes break. And it's very important that 30 minutes break, all I focus is just breathing. That's all. And it's very important. Many of us often forget to breathe because we always feel like there's not enough time for us. Um, and especially running a tech company, and I'm a, I myself as a creative person, it's, it's a balance and it's difficult. So what I normally practice myself is that, you know, like, and I'll just put my hand this or this. It depends on yourself. So normally I'll just put this way and I will start winding down, relax my body, relax my shoulder, relax my hand, relax my head. All you need is just five minutes. Even one minute is fine. All you need is just that moment, right? Mindfulness. And I close my eyes and I take a deep breath. What I do is I experience the breathe in and I experience the breathe out. Why is it important? Because once you pull your attention back to your breathing, you feel your organ, you are basically on a mindfulness. There are a lot of words and a lot of different saying and teaching out there. But mindfulness is really a simple thing. Mindfulness is just you dropping everything, focus on yourself, drive back the attention to yourself. And that's all you need. Now, one very important key point here that uh, I would like to share with you, uh, living in the moment, most important key to your happiness is gratitude and contentment living in the present. Why does it matter? I'm not too sure, but I believe not everybody knows my background and my story. As a grown-up child, I was an orphan, then I was adopted. I walked through a hard life for almost many years. And that has taught me how to be grateful and have high gratitude towards things instead of being resent, uh, resentful, being angry, jealous. Uh, that doesn't mean that I don't have emotions. Uh, I'm a person full of sentimental. Uh, but the only thing what I learned being underprivileged, not having things, I have turned my perspective around of seeing that, hey, 
I'm an orphan, so what? You know, at least I have a shelter. At least, you know, I have a parents who love me and raise me and give me money to go to school. That was the gratitude and the contentment I have. Instead of, oh, my parents didn't love me, my biological parents left me, you know, the world hate me. I must be honest with you, when I was a kid, it was pretty difficult to process this emotion. It was not easy. I didn't have anybody to teach me. I didn't have a therapy to guide me. It was quite a difficult one. But as I grew up as an adult, I learned a lot by observing my surrounding. And I think every incident that happened and turned into positivity. Sometimes in our life, like recently, I do have people who, you know, not doing good things behind my back. I was really angry and I was really mad about it. But I always remind myself that it's not my duty to take care of them. My duty is to focus on my life, move on, and focus on the greater things that I have. For instance, my dad, my mom, my sister, my dog, my husband, also my business partner and my team of people that are always there for me for when, uh, during the hardest time. So those are the positivity of areas that I will look into whenever I feel angry or negative or things just don't go well. And I can assure you that no life can go well, including the time when I had to battle cancer. It was the hardest moment. I even asked God like, why? Why me? Why? I couldn't answer myself until... If I remember correctly, it was my third chemo. I started to accept it. I accept that it was meant for me, for me. And the idea, I believe, in my uh, belief, the incident happened for me to stop, pause and leave. And I turned that around and my perspective of life changed. And I'm very grateful and thankful for cancer to happen. Because of that, it woke me up as a person and reminds me that I must leave. I have to stop behaving and living like a hustler. Like I'm always in fear. Like it's not enough time, not enough money. So because of that, I must uh, encourage all of you to believe that whenever things happen in your life, bad, especially really bad and your darkest days, I, there will be anxiety, depression. Anything could happen to you because we're human. What you need to do is change your perspective instead of being pessimistic. When things are not going well with you, stop blaming other people. We are responsible with our own life. You lead your life. If you accept life, then it is what it is. Things are not going to be your way. It's other people's rules and terms. It's not your term. But if you lead your life, whatever that happens, you, you will face it because you choose that route and whatever consequences happen to you you will know how to do it when it happens. And the last one I want to share with you is called incorporating mindfulness into everyday life. And this is very important, right? It's 365 days. And uh, how do we practice? How do I practice day to day? What I do every day when I wake up, I thank the universe that I'm able to open my eyes and I'm breathing. That's the first thing you do, at least what I did. And there are times um, when I feel heavier, I would do my journal in the morning instead of night. So 
it really depends on yourself. There's no hard rule, there's no template in life tell you how to live that makes you happy. So you set your rule as long that you know that what helps you to reduce your feelings or emotion at that point of time. So what I learned about mindfulness on a day-to-day is don't forget to take small breaks for yourself. The small break can be the first thing in the morning. It can be between your work time. And I do have um, my team in the office that they will take tea time break or uh, a massage time break or you know a, a time where they just want to take a moment, go down and get some food. Those are also mindfulness. Some people make Japanese tea. It's also mindfulness. I love tea. Oops. And I will use that moment to stay present. And that's already mindfulness. So you need to find a path where what you like to do at that point of time that will drive and remove distraction. The drive to focus and remove distraction. And that's very important. It can be a 5 minutes to 10 minutes. What we want to do is we basically take that moment to appreciate that present moment. Now, it's a practice that we need to do a lot of time. It's not a one-time-off thing, but you need to practice a lot of time because our mind has muscles. And these muscles is very important for us. So one of my time when I was uh, battled with cancer, the moment that I can remember vividly was I realized that our brain is plain. There's nothing in there. Um, I put input into my brain, what to do. The brain has memory, right? The things that, the trauma, you know, the pain that we went through. And that's why whatever that happened that could trigger us would make us feel that there's something going in in our head and it will create our emotion. Now, what happened is that you can actually reprogram that. But I will tell you that you need a lot of discipline. So the six months of my cancer battle, I set myself a very high discipline because I was forced to. I basically don't have a choice. I have a set of discipline of making sure I write a journal, send gratitude, meditate, and rest. That was the only few things that I did throughout my battle. Now, now that has become um, a set of discipline that I practice to today. And... It's really useful, it's really helpful because I reprogram my brain to think that, you know, there's not much time, but what I can do is appreciate this moment. So what do I do on my day today? What I do is I journal. I like to make tea, Japanese tea, Chinese tea, things that can help me to pull back my focus. I like to do spa. So those are my thing that I like to do. And I like to also spend time quality time with people I love. So find yours. So as we conclude this episode, I hope that if you will find it useful and helpful uh, through my journey, it's uh, my first time doing it. So I want to keep it as, um, as genuine as possible as a story to share with all of you. The scripted, you can see that I put on my phone so I can share real story with you. I hope you will find or will be able to find your own present moment. Remember, whether you see on a yoga or a therapy or a mindfulness theory or whatever it is, you need to know. Mindfulness is, there's no time limit. There's no maximum time, minimum time. Even just one minute a day, it's a good day. So I hope to see you on the next episode talking about a different topic about well-being. 
So thank you guys for the time. See you soon.